0: This is WOMLP, operating out Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It's the Rocket Shop. Good evening. I'm your host, Tom Proctor, and with me tonight is Headgear. Hello!
1: Hello, Tom.
0: How's it going, Max?
1: It's good. We are happy to be here.
0: We're very happy to have you in. I, I think I've seen you a few times in the Burlington scene at this point, so naturally I wanted you to come in for my own personal private performance. <laughs> so I appreciate you uh, being willing to do so. Um, we would like to kick it off with a song, so... What you got first?
1: Uh, this is a song called Speed of Time. Y'all ready? One, two, one, two, three. <laughs>
2: Hazel eyes I can't believe The speed of time Still waiting on Your weekly news The elements Got nothing on you It's you, it's you, it's you, it's you, it's you you. I want to grow up together Let's go back, build t- Ah, I-
0: Headgear. Um, Max, let's start off with uh, introducing yourself and, and the rest of the band, or anyone with a microphone in front of them, introduce yourselves, I guess.
1: Uh, my name is Max Higgins. This is Daniel Francois, Castle Franks, and Ben Schneer on the drums.
0: Oh, wonderful. Um, and obviously, I've, I've met uh, Dan before um, from Danny in the Parts. Um, I feel like a few of you have got different bands, actually. Uh, I believe Dan's the only one who's come into the studio so far, though, right? Dense. Oh, yeah, I've never been here. Never
1: oh, been. yeah. Oh, everyone has bands. Uh, Castle has a band called Vehicle, and Ben has a band called Blueberry Betty.
0: Wow. Um, so I, I feel like this is a kind of a, I don't know if it's a Belling phenomenon, I don't know if it's just a general kind of music phenomenon, but everyone seems to play in different bands. Um, so, what are the unknowns about playing in multiple bands? Have you ever accidentally played a song from another band in f- with a different practice? When the first time you play with another band, does it feel like you're cheating on your other, your first band? How does that work?
1: That's a great question. This is my only band, and everyone in this band is in roughly ten thousand bands. <laughs> right. Uh, but so you've please. played with
3: Danny in the parts. I've also so. played
1: with Danny in the parts. Right. That is so true.
3: Yeah. We and, have all and been a part. So apart. has everyone else, and and I think I'm yet to be in vehicle, but. <laughs>
0: consider me in there there are a couple yeah, of iterations like yeah. <laughs> so you guys all play in in different bands but effectively they're all the same band but with just different names and different iterations
1: yeah different names different songs <laughs> much, <yeah>. different <laughs> same us so, <laughs>
0: similar right um, is it is is the need to be in different bands is it about exploring different genres uh, uh, well, or is it about just wanting to play with different people? What's, what's the, why do so many people in this city play with different bands and different kind of iterations and different makeups? What's the compel- compulsion there? I mean, Max is one with a one band, so I guess you're not, you can't re really answer this question.
3: <laughs> I think we have to. We're like kind of, we're, we're just, we just have to. Otherwise it'd be kind of upsetting to the other people. <laughs>
1: I also think
3: <laughs> we just you know, which just builds the your own base anyway. So
1: and but, I think everyone's band is their own project to to perform their songs. So mm-hmm. Danny's band plays songs that Danny writes. C- Castle's band plays, plays songs that they write, and so so on and so forth. So this is my one where it's people. This is yeah, this is my one. But everyone's, I think it's like. We all have fun in in the band because everyone in has an opportunity, ways. yeah, to do different songs mm. with different, yeah, different,
0: different
3: people.
0: Yeah. yeah, you see it from a different perspective. I'm guessing, especially if it's you know, Danny and Danny. Of the parts is obviously your, your band, Danny. So I'm guessing the the your role here in Headgear is very different to the the role. Yes, you play I like band. it a lot. I get
3: to just like chill. <laughs> <laughs> just tell do up and the, play. Do
0: the mad minor chords. <laughs> And yeah, this this drummer is, I was about to get onto the drummer question in a second, but this this is a very different kind of sound and style to Danny and the Parts. Um, how much crossover is there? Have you, you ever started playing any kind of shoegaze music at Danny and the Parts? Or are you like, these two, the two- definitely,
3: definitely crossover here and there over the years, a little bit. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, and sometimes Danny will have a moment where he'll bring some partness
3: to this. Yeah, it's like where Phoebe Bridgers and Connor Oberst kind of, <laughs> kind of yes, in
0: the yes. somewhere. I don't know. So I, I have trouble trying to define uh, headgear as a as a genre. So like cute core is one one terminology that you guys used. Indie tonk, I thought maybe. Yes, um, I
1: love that. I'm deeply trying to find <laughs> the correct words. C- cute core is a word that keeps being given to me, yeah. so I'm accepting it. Yeah. Um, But I love indie
0: talk. That sounds right. Emotionally available emo. Because I don't (gasps) think emo is actually emotionally available, despite its name. Yeah.
1: Okay, I love that.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, how do you define your sound? How did you come up with this in the first place?
1: How did we come up with this? I started, I've been writing songs, and I did a singer-songwriter session at Radio Bean, and Ben talked to me after the show, and said, hey, can I play in your band? And I said, yes, but there was no band. <laughs> so I so I got Danny, uh, Ben brought Castle, and I have It was been, a trick. It was a trick. We all tricked each other. <laughs> um, and the songs, I just write songs that I don't know. I think, I think they sound a certain way, and then I brought them to the band. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, you know, they actually sound kind of like this. And I was like, oh, you're right. Um, so I think it's been a process of figuring out what what I sound like and what the songs sound like, uh, and the band has helped me do that. so it's been awesome and still a process.
0: yeah, does uh, it did it did it start out with this kind of m- melancholy, but I don't know, there's a a drive to the rhythm as well, you know, you kind of get taken in by it. It doesn't come away from it feeling sad, even though it is kind of melancholy. Is that how it started out, or did it develop into this?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm sure Danny can speak to this a little as well. I think it's, from the beginning, the songs feel a little bit sad, but I didn't feel sad playing them, Mm. and I was like, I wonder where that fits. I'm curious how you feel.
3: Yeah, I think that's true. There's definitely, like, uh, oh yeah, I've seen some people cry at our shows. Definitely. I, it was either because we were so bad or because <laughs> we were
0: making them cry. I don't know which one it was. But. It feels like a good sad, though. It feels like the sort of sad you have after watching certain Black Mirrors.
1: I think that's, I would love that to be how people feel.
0: Yeah. Uh, I. don't. And it's also, you know, there's also kind of dancing in parts and whatnot as well. Um, do you feel there's uh, comparable bands out there, you know, famous, non-famous, like Burlington-based or international, the way you're like, oh, yeah, this is, this is kind of what the, the general kind of area that we're in?
1: I can say some bands, and I have no idea if it's true <laughs> or not. <and> you can <laughs> let me know. But the one I was thinking is that Danny and I started playing together. We were playing um, the Phoebe Bridgers, Conor Oberst covers. Mm. And I feel like that's where a lot of my songwriting started, like that sort of area. And again, I don't know if it sounds like that. And then I feel like as I've been playing with these two, um, I've been getting so influenced by all the bands that you're in and all of the local bands circulating right now. Mm. And I feel like every time I go to write, like I am so inspired by all these bands that I wanna sound like them or I I'm just I can't think I'm not influenced. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's hard not to be as well. And you guys have been very prolific in the how, how long have you existed for
1: since May since, since last May t- we're
0: not even a year old yet and I think I've yeah. seen you at three or four different venues in the last th- three months <laughs> so yeah incredibly prolific you're always on a on on some kind of uh, you know in playing in some bar or uh, or some venue um I appreciate that. Yeah <laughs> is, is is that being super intentional? Is that if they've been knocking on your door, you mean like you know we want to get headgear in? What's been the journey from literally coming out of a songwriting class, if you will, at Radio Bean to to like playing basically every weekend?
1: Was I don't know if it was intentional. I think gigs started to come up and we. Yeah, and also Ben you get, you books a at Radio BN. Ben, so ben
0: books bands.
1: Ben books bands and started presenting gigs, and we kept saying yes. Okay. And since then, more gigs have come up because we are now a band that plays gigs.
3: Um, I think we said no once.
1: I think we said no once. There was one, it started with like one gig. It was like,
3: Carnegie Hall or something. <laughs> yeah. like, nah. No, Madison Square called up.
0: And you're like, I'm fr- for, sorry, guys. But, but
1: I think I started, I was like, I would love us to play one gig. That would be so awesome. And we had one booked, and we were just practicing all summer. Um, and then after that, like, there, yeah. Yeah. Kept
3: being shows. I, Yeah. I kind of forgot about the rehearsals. I don't know if you guys did or not, but I just don't really, like, recall them at all. I, I remember them. Do you I remember
1: know? them in such detail. We kept the set small, which mm.
3: is good. We don't you know, we kept it like forty five minutes, so that had a lot to do with it too. So we could just but hone for, in on
0: that. For a band that started in May, forty five minutes is actually a fairly decently long set. Sure. I've I've seen I've seen internationally <laughs> touring bands with one album that have struggled to fill a forty five minute set, so Uh, Yeah, it must have kind of clicked quite quickly for you guys.
1: Yes, and I've been at this writing songs out of the pressure of we keep playing and we need stuff. Well, I started, Ben asked if I wanted to be in a band and I knew these two. It's all Ben's fault. I had seen them play and I knew they played in proper bands. And I had two songs written and I was like, well, by the next practice, I certainly better have a third.
0: (laughs) And that's every practice since. so. So you've come to the practice every time since with a new song. Hopefully, that hopefully, but that's been the case so far. Or are, are your practices getting further and further? The practices uh, the, the, are getting a bit
1: further, apart. further
0: out, yeah, because you're just basically playing live all the time, so you don't need to practice as much.
1: Yeah, I would say we it, it's not every practice anymore, but the first four or five practices, I was trying to come with a new song, or being like, I have a new one and we'll have it next time, and wow. then bring it for the next practice.
0: Do you feel like this, uh, this. This obviously internal pressure. I don't think anyone in the band here is asking for this. Um, no. do you feel like no, not no, they're not rolling they, with an iron yeah. fist, <laughs> yeah, giving you a text like the day before, being like, You better come with the band, you better, better come with a song this I time. I actually,
3: did, I think I did
0: do that. One. Oh, I think
1: it's possible that Danny, one single time, <laughs> I
0: was like, Just bring a nice song yeah. <laughs> because
1: people like to play. It's not good.
0: Right. Um, do you feel that internal pressure is what you need in order to be creative, in order to write?
1: I Think it has, I don't, yes, internal and slight external, the external just being a deadline Mm. has been immensely helpful for me because I was writing songs on my own for years, extremely slowly, and thinking they weren't good at all. But uh, I think also having the space and knowing that we would play them together Mm. um, helped me feel more confident that they were going to land in a place that felt good. And I will say, like, the having the deadlines has helped me write. And I don't feel pressure. And I just, it has helped my process so much. Like, I feel like I'm able to write way more. Like vibes. It's vibes. It's And purely to answer your question, vibes. <laughs>
0: um, so, Max, you were saying that you, you've written for, for years and years and years. This is the first band, I'm assuming, you've had? Yes, it is the first band. What was that like the first time that, that three of the people played a, a song that you'd written?
1: It was so scary for 30 seconds, the first 30 seconds, so scary and then amazing. And also hearing what they had to bring to the song. I think in my mind, I'd been writing by myself for so long. I thought I knew what the songs were and then to have all these new factors and be like, I, they, these have so many places to go and stuff that is not in my control in the best way. Um, yeah, I brought them to life in a a way I could not even expect until it happened.
0: Wow. Was that a very vivid experience for you? Do you you come back to that a lot?
1: Yeah. That first practice, I don't, don't, I've never, you've never heard this before, but yeah, that first practice lived in my mind in so, in such 3D for that reason.
0: Have you managed to, because you you said you're like, you, you bring this, this thing that you've had internally and you've kind of visioned it out in your brain as to what it's going to sound like and you you bring it to these folks and they they turn it into something completely different. It's it's marvelous, it's magical, it's whimsical, but you've got no control over it. Has that process changed a bit? Have you kind of started to learn how to control what these guys are going to produce when you bring a new thing to them?
1: I don't think so, but I think I feel braver about saying what I think it might sound like or Just voicing, I don't know. I don't know if it's control, but I definitely feel more empowered to mm. be in that process.
0: To so maybe um, stare, maybe not control, but.
1: Yeah, yeah. I so. Yes. <laughs> definitely. Guess overt- just quit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they seem like lovely people, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. They are, oh, my gosh. They, they're, they're very kind with your music. Um, <laughs> talking of which, we would love to hear another song. Oh, yes. So, what have you offers?
1: Do you? Should I introduce it every please, time, please? Um, this is a song called Waiting on Summer.
2: But
0: Max, tell me a bit more about your writing process. So apart from the fact that you give yourself some uh, some pretty nuts deadlines, um, you have lyrics that are quite raw. They can switch to being being quite cutting, to being kind of quite nice and fluffy and lovely. Um, uh, what space do you need to be in to write this? Where, where are you when you write? How does this uh, happen? And actually, got, I'll follow the next question in a second. OK. Yeah.
1: Um, I write all these songs when I I feel something that I don't think I can get out in a different way. Um, And I've been, I've been doing comedy for the past year or so. And that is where a lot of my feelings about things go. But then there's always this like small portion of stuff that I can't fit anywhere else. And I'll just write by myself because I n- need it out. Um, and then some of those, I'm like, you know, I feel good about that. That sounds, I want people to hear that. And sometimes I don't.
0: <laughs> uh, do you ever start writing uh, a comedy and realize it's a song or a song and then realize it's comedy? Or?
1: <laughs> I don't know if that has happened because <laughs> they feel so, like they have such a different... Uh, like timbre to them in my mind um, but maybe w- I think I've had like a half second where I thought I could write like f- proper comedy songs <laughs> and I think it's maybe not for me at this time
0: yeah I mean you can always work up to it You know, the totally. Concord's probably started somewhere else right and I think I, so
1: right now what I have is like I'll have one line that I think is funny because it's like a dry funny Does Like, anyone I know that it's funny? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> unclear <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so, is uh, the follow up question from that was uh, since you started being in a band and also being a comedian, so a lot's happened for you in the last year. This has been about a year, for, for Yes, you. that's Baner. been
1: about a year for both. Uh, yeah,
0: 2022 for Max has been uh, you've, 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 You're sore. <laughs> it's all
1: coming up, Max. Yeah,
0: it's all coming up, Max. Um, has your process changed uh, in terms of writing since you created a band?
1: not too much i just think it f- it has a less surprisingly less pressure now i think since i'm writing more whereas before i wasn't writing very much and every single song felt like the end of the world if it was good or not and now i just feel i'm writing more casually and there's just a lot more coming up so i it hasn't changed very much but it feels really good
0: and you say that you've writing for years, um, but you're still writing a new song for each practice. Are you not taking any of the older songs? What what's happening with those what's happening with the, the body of work that came prior to this incredible twenty twenty two for you? It
1: I started doing this thing where I well, first I didn't realize I had been writing for years. I no. thought I had been writing not at all. And then I looked back at my notes app and it went back to high school with like <laughs> one verse of a song I never finished. Mm-hmm. But what I did, like Summer in particular, that song, um, the first verse came out of something I wrote my junior year of high school. And the rest of the, what I wrote wasn't good, but I really liked that one bit. So I took it and um, I finally believed in myself enough to make it a song. <laughs> so some, some of it has like just a sentence from mm. something that I wrote a long time ago.
0: I see. So it's the, every song we've got is kind of just fragments from the storied past. Yeah. It's been built on, built around. That's really cool, though. Um, do you notice that when you're singing it, when, you, when, you're, when you're up on either here or on a stage and you come across those lines that you wrote... I don't know how old you are, Max, but...
1: I'm,
0: I'm 25 now. Yeah, so uh, lines that you wrote seven years ago, do you sing that song now on a stage in front in a mic and then be like, <laughs> in your head, like, oh, my God, yeah, I wrote that one at 17?
1: I will have just half a second because I will actually forget that that's what happened, mm. and then I'll say it now and be like, oh, my gosh, yeah, and that's very special to feel like that. Just a little part of that time has has been carried over.
0: Yeah, um... So, talking of high school, the name headgear. Uh, so it alludes to uh, it, it, it's visions of high school of of gigantic orthodontic uh, <laughs> headgear. Um, but this is kind of a it's it's kind of a nostalgia that you I'm assuming didn't actually see. I, I've never seen anyone with actual headgear since ever because I'm I'm 33 and that never existed in my lifetime. So. Uh, the name, where does it come from? Are you alluding to a, a, a thing that never actually existed for you? What's, what's what's this about?
1: It came from a dentist appointment gone awry. Um, and no, I've never had headgear, but um, yeah. I, I came into band practice and my dentist had suggested I possibly go to the adult orthodontist. Mm. Uh, so that fear has been looming. And then I believe a Castle said, oh, do you mean like, Headgear, and that <laughs> was that. <laughs> I, I, in my memory, it is
0: distinctly you. It yeah. is certainly might have been. Danny, um, I don't want to put you on the spot, but you, uh, you may have gone to high school when there was people <laughs> with headgear. <laughs> go to high school, yeah. No. Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> I did a little bit, and uh, yeah, um, there was some headgear there. Yeah,
0: yeah. did it uh, did that have the reputation that we we kind of see it as yes. now? Yes,
3: this is very sad.
0: Those poor souls, yes,
3: it's very, very.
0: Very yeah, bad. <laughs> <laughs> is but is that the kind of imagery where you you're trying to evoke with the story with with the name? I story?
1: I think it felt resonant. I don't know if it directly, Probably, but yeah, I yeah. certainly yeah. think I could have been someone who had like it yeah. easily could have been me. Mm. Um, but no, it feels that all. I think all of that surrounding but also imagery like, feels you know like
3: helmets too, and just like different yes. like you know um, ear. Buffs mm. We started and, you know, taking
1: the, that, that
3: out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we've snorkels. gotten looser with headgear.
3: Yeah, we're a little yeah, we've had snorkels, we've had animals on our head actually, stuffed animals.
0: I did kind of notice that with the band pictures, there's always some kind of yeah, I think you're wearing a hard hat and yep. one and uh yeah, you got you got a headphones <laughs> and another. Junior whistle.
1: <laughs> Junior whistle. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten creative creative with our interpretations.
0: Yeah. Is uh is that something you bring on stage as well?
1: We've yet to. Um I think we yeah, we probably should. I think I Saturday. really maybe possibly yeah. wanted to for the very first gig, but then I got scared away from the idea. But uh, there is so much time. Themed outfit, what? Yes. Yeah, we've done a we've done a, a singular themed outfit night, but um
0: what was the themed outfit?
1: It was it was a show at the very end of August, and the theme was coming back from summer vacation. Mm. So we got uh, <laughs> thrifted vacation tees. I had a Florida shirt and a mm. hat, and Danny actually had that hat. Uh, Lovely hat. It has survived past its. its
0: <laughs> Looks like you went to an, on holiday in the you know northeast maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah very capy. With pines and yeah, mountains. Cape-y. <laughs> very capy. Um. Well, we'd love to hear another song. So yeah, what have you got for us?
1: Um, This is a song called Your First Apartment. Um, And it's one of the first songs I brought to the band.
2: can barely hold the cigarette in
0: going to ask is is that about something specific i mean it feels very pointed whose first apartment your first
1: apartment no it was not my first apartment um no it was uh i was writing about remembering the first apartment i lived in uh Mm. with a partner Mm.
0: um
1: yeah that's what that song is about
0: Mm. it's a lovely song thank you um so, uh, I mean, you, you guys are, are all, uh, you're a new band. You're not even a year old yet. I'm very curious to know what you're going to do for your first year's birthday party, which is... Cake. Cake. Com- <laughs> cake. Still coming five months away, so we've got, we've got a while to think about this one. Um, so it's kind of natural that you haven't been in the recording studio yet, but it also feels like you've got a decent enough body of work to actually get a, uh, some kind of record out. So what's happening there?
1: That has been the question. I just, I've never gone through the full process of recording an album, so I think I just need to ask some more questions and poke around. But uh, I'm absolutely interested and would love to just have some of our songs recorded just to have and for if people want to hear as well.
0: Yeah, it'd be nice to have on a playlist, yeah. you know? You know? I mean, you'll have these three, but um, they'll all be you know, you'll have my voice wittering on <laughs> in between them, so uh, you'll you will have to do, like, the, you know, the whole stop-start on the recorder with the tape, you know, when you were a kid. You guys are all too young, but you know what I'm not talking about. <laughs> Points <laughs> to
1: Danny.
3: <laughs>
0: yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you literally tape it together. Yeah, you would literally <laughs> tape it together, yeah. You'd be on the, on the top 40 on a Saturday when <laughs> it, they were playing it. And you would record it, and then you'd have a, a t- the top 40 for the, for the week. But you'd have to make sure you, you would clip off the DJ after he started talking. And talk to him. This is a so.
1: full activity. It was a
0: full activity. It was like three hours of fun. <gasps> it was Casey Kasem. Let's yeah. Uh, so, um, do you know what songs you want for the album? have you have you whittled it down? Is it a case of whittling it down? Is it I want to record everything that I have put out there? Uh,
2: I
1: feel like it's we, it, we don't have too much, so I feel it would be most most mm. of what we have. um, but I definitely have like the ones I brought for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like and feel good about. Yeah.
3: yeah we have a thirty second song
1: too. We have a yeah, th- <laughs> we, we have a thirty second cover that we oh, also cover, would right. simply have to <laughs> yeah include.
0: That's oh, like, yeah, there's an interlude or something. Uh, have, have you got an idea for what it might be called, the album?
1: Oh, no. Or no yeah, idea all at way all. Way too far ahead. Way, so yeah. too, so too far. But, yeah, I'm, I'm hesitant to say literally anything on that okay. subject.
0: Um, <laughs> so, I, as I say, you, you're very new, but you have been playing a lot of venues around, in and around Burlington. Um, any any kind of favorites so far? Is there any, any ones you've returned to? Any ones with the best kind of uh, atmosphere? What's, what's been your best night on stage so far?
1: Um, I mean, our first gig was so, so fun, and the, the energy was so good. We've been playing at Radio Bean quite a bit, uh, which I think is familiar and comfortable, and we all have such good associations with. But that first show it was in light club lamp shop and it had been pouring pouring rain all day and it stopped right i mean we all loaded in in the rain and then it stopped and it sort of got sunny for that moment where it's like the ground is all wet totally sunny like the air is weird it was so hot uh but like all of our friends showed up and saturn was so amazing who we opened for um so that yeah i'm just telling you about a show i really yeah, liked no, now That
0: great uh, in fact, I mean, in, in that same sense, that first practice you had where you, you know, the, these folks were playing your music for the first time in literally years. You've, ne- you've never had this before. Um, what was that like in front of an actual physical live audience full of, like, friends and, and whatnot? I mean, that must have been quite an experience. It
1: was. It was very surreal. And especially since, I think, for a second, I was like, maybe no one is showing up, because uh, it was five minutes before the show started, and within, like, a seven-minute period, the room was full of, and it was people I knew, but then also people I didn't know who were there for Saturn, and that felt very special to have people I did, be, people I don't know listening to my songs, and then obviously my friends for showing up, but, like, that, yeah, it was very surreal, and uh, and I knew I when it was happening. I was like, this is a special show. Um, so just gonna...
0: How does that compare with, because you're a comedian as well, how does that compare with the first time you kind of got on stage to do comedy? Uh,
1: Different, because the first time I went on stage to do comedy, I was not good. (laughs) I
0: was
1: (laughs) supremely unfunny for the first (laughs) while. Um, But, like, in terms of, like, the first show where I went on and was like, oh, I, yeah, like, we can do this. Um, Similar but different. And I think the band is different because I get to be standing on stage with my friends and that has like, a different feel to it um, to be like sharing this and we're all doing it together and even if no one showed up we'd still be like having fun. yeah so they they, ha- they share some things and then the band also has its own special things.
0: I, I feel like also with the, with, with comedy you, you, you're eliciting that reaction from a crowd like immediately whereas with a, with a band you kind of like you know we sit and listen for the three and a half four minutes that you play and then we clap. And we cheer and we go out. Oh, it's very good. Please play another one. But with with comedy, it's a little bit more immediate. Yes. that kind of reaction. So I, I would imagine it's a lot more daunting, in fact.
1: Yes, it is daunting for that reason. With the songs, people come up after and say they liked it. Mm. But even so, like I, you can create some space between yourself and the audience in that way if you don't want to hear that stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, they certainly that immediacy is old
0: um there's only about time for one more song but i'm really curious as we've been kind of talking about this this is, it's really been in 2022 max you've you decided to do comedy you've put a band together uh doing great on both fronts what happened a year ago what was it why how did you get to here from 12 months ago what 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 moment in your life were you like all right actually i'm gonna do all the things that i've been wanting to do forever and actually you yeah. went out and did it so what happened
1: Yeah, oh, my life changed so much. Um, I was just, I was going through it last year, and I thought I was going to feel that way forever, and I needed to be doing, I needed to put myself into something where there was other people, and I was uh, following a creative pursuit. And I think both of these things happening at the same time I don't know if this is answering why, but it's just sort of how it worked out. Um, Pulled me through that and out of that, just like a hard time and started to give me like a sense of of vision about what the future might look like for me in a good way. Um, So I've just been following that, but yeah, it's happened so fast, and but also a year ago feels like so much longer than that. So it's hard to even feel like I don't know. It's been truly a surreal year. Um,
3: if you're having fun, then you might not notice yeah. the time that's going
2: by. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, but it was. I sort of reached a point where I was like, it, "Why not now?" You know, and I'm I'm not saying that I'm old, but I'm starting to get to an age where I'm like, "Okay, like." I see how the, the I see that this is gonna keep happening every year. I'm gonna get old, like we might as well start. Mm-hmm. I don't know what am I waiting for?
0: Well, I'm glad you stopped waiting to be honest because yeah, uh, you you've been doing fantastic on both fronts and uh, very you. very grateful that you've kind of uh, created all of this for us because uh, it's it, it's very good.
2: Thank you, Tom. Appreciate that.
0: Um, as I said, we've got about time for one more song. So Amazing. what have you got for us?
1: Uh, this is a song called Supercomputer Heart.
2: Some reminding that I'm not a kid, 'cause I'm having trouble. To go, I'll remember not to set my sights so low. My heart is a super computer.
0: All right, headgear playing us out there with super computer heart uh guys thank you so much for coming in i really appreciate it thank you for having us for having of course uh oh when are you next playing how could we forget this
1: uh we're playing on saturday at nectar's opening for karina Reichman. uh
0: that's gonna be awesome uh i would wholeheartedly recommend anyone to go down and have a listen also nectar's classic venue have you played there before yet it's the first time
1: I have not played there, uh, but I worked there for a long time, so I'm very excited.
0: All right, there we go. So you you know. finally use the green room in, uh, <laughs> for, for, for realsies. And not just walk by. And not just walk by. Um, <clears throat> well, once again, thank you guys so much for coming in. Um, next week, we will have uh, Burlington's favorite communists, Marxist jargon, in. Um, but for now, this has been WOMMLP operating out Burlington Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It's been The Rocket Shop, I've been your host on Proctor and good night.